Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Feeling good, man. Doing all right. Awesome. Awesome, as always. Well, we are back for another episode for our trauma month this month, the month of August. Uh, Last week, we took a look at... Obviously, the most famous trauma movie, The Toxic Avenger. We're following it up with one of my personal favorites from trauma this week is going to be Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Personal favorite of mine. But before we get into all that, what have you guys been up to this last week? Chilling, man. Watching movies. Playing games. Watched Miracle Beach, one of my favorite summertime movies. Yeah. It's got... What was that? I said, heck yeah. Yeah, Miracle. sorry. I, I just didn't <laughs> Yeah, it's got Amy Dolans and Dean Kane, Pat Morita, Martin Maul, a whole bunch of people in them, man. It's just a fun, simple summertime movie. I ain't going to say much else. You got to check it out for yourself. So. <laughs> it involves the genie. And unfortunately, I couldn't go to the Trumba dance this weekend, so I binged on... Um, Probably an obscene level of trauma movies. So <laughs> it's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Yes, it is. I feel different now, but I, that's a good thing. Well, what about you guys? Well, I watched a bunch of movies. Also, uh, I watched um, some of the Howling sequels that I haven't sat down and watched in a long time, like Howling Four. <laughs> Which is basically just another version of the first movie. I mean, it's it's a more it's a more faithful adaptation of the novel, but it's so low budget that they couldn't even film sound while they actually filmed the movie. So all the dialogue had to be looped in the ADR process. Howling Five, I really like. Um, you know, it's an atmospheric takes place in a castle. It's basically it's basically a slasher film, but it's a werewolf just doing the killing. People are getting off one by one. Howling Six is pretty entertaining too, dealing with a a, a traveling carnival and a, a vampire's in charge of the carnival, and the werewolf's the good guy. And it's it's a good, decent movie. Yeah, the um, Howling sequels don't get enough credit. They they don't. Um, you know, because I know, like you and I are the same type, Sean. Because we love Howling Three, <laughs> so yeah, we we love that movie. And uh, Howling Four is okay. I mean, that first hour, there's like no bas- basically no werewolf action. It's just yeah. I mean, two it's, of it's a, four are it's, probably my least favorite. Yeah, it's it's a build up, but then you have the one transformation scene, which is amazing on the practical effects level. The guy melts <laughs> into a wolf and. It was so different, but it just looked awesome at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then this weekend, I just watched, uh, I finally watched Killer Crocodile 1 and 2, which were fun. Well, Killer Crocodile movies is the best way. With with the rip-off Jaws theme playing, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Not bad. And my, vaca- and my vacation ended, so I'm sad. No. <laughs> <laughs> Back to work for, for you. Yeah. Thankful I still have work to go to, so that's true. I'm not complaining. So what about you, Mark? That's what you can save up. Uh 
Not a whole lot. I've been doing like housework, moving furniture and shit. Yeah. I watched uh, the movie for the show tonight. I watched the... uh, I saw, I was browsing through movies, saw Maniac Cop 2 on Amazon Prime, so I sat down and watched that, because we watched the first one the other week. Yep. How'd you like it? Oh, I've seen it before. I, I love wow. it. It's 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 great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I like it better than the original. I think, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the third one, but I've seen the first two a bunch of times. Third one's got Jackie Earl Haley in it. Nice. It's not as good as two, but I still enjoy three. It's, it's two is like the ultimate movie of all of those. So. Yeah, three, three is the one that Bill Lustig hates. Yeah, he hated it so much that he decided to take the Alan Smitty credits. But then, like other print, because I remember I used to have it on like an old DVD, and it actually credited his name. So I don't, I don't know what the deal is there. I don't remember. But he's going to make sure you know that Alan Smitty directed the movie if he released it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And then I also, I finally sat down and watched The Hunt, and it was really good. I was surprised. To, for uh, for the times of what's going on, it's great as exploitation, and the people that were upset about it coming out would probably be even more upset about it if they actually watched it, because... <laughs> <laughs> Because it is, it, it is kind of like what everybody was crying about. Which I, for me, I kind of think it makes makes it a little better because it just shows how stupid a lot of the things people cry about are. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in the this movie, is when good stuff like that's supposed to come out is when everybody when shit's all stupid like this is when exactly the, yes the good yeah. movies are supposed to come out because right. And then what's the the, the Hillary Swank's in this movie, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to see this movie. It it's good, and the girl uh, Betty Gip Gilpin Giplin Gilpin uh-huh. from Gilpin from uh, Glow, she was fucking phenomenal in this movie. Like I liked her before, but after seeing her performance in this movie, I like her a whole lot more because she is such <laughs> a great actress. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Nice. Yeah the the effects were awesome. the The acting was really good. the The story was like it it was like a little on the stupid side, and then like the twist, the quote air quote twist came, and it made it it made it more stupid, but it made it make more sense. If that makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's I definitely recommend it. I'd give it a five out of five. Just a real quick review. Uh, rating all right cool because I, I know it's definitely one that i've been interested in i just haven't gotten around to watch it i mean i've got so many movies to watch as it is i mean that's i i know it's like on amazon or something like that right yeah i i, I think we paid like six bucks to rent it we've been okay. wanting to watch it for a while so we just threw the money to watch it yeah yeah i gotta get around to watching that because i really still want to see it i'll probably i don't know if it's out on disc yet but I might just wait till it comes out on disc if it's not out already, and just pick it up so uh, I have it on hand. It might be. I, I know a lot is. of a lot of the movies from the theaters now are being fast tracked. Right. It is on disc. Is it okay? Yeah, it came out like in June. Okay, that shows you how much 
been into stores to buy movies lately. Well, it was like one of the last movies that came out right before everybody got locked down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it being for one of the pricey rentals when they were putting the movie one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they wanted like 20 bucks for it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Well, now it's like $6, which is a normal rental on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is what it is. It's, that's good though. I'm gonna have if to you go buy from it. Amazon. It usually ships within one to two months. It says so. I'm wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's man, says right. that's good. That's classic. Oh, good lord. Well, like my week, I haven't really watched a whole lot this week. I was talking to Ted earlier about this, but like I watched uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man, obviously, to get ready. And I watched the first episode of that Amazon series, The Boys, which I thoroughly like so far from what I've seen. Beyond that, my whole week's been packing, cleaning, painting with my family this week, trying to get ready to sell this house, which has been a process. It's been a trying week, that's for sure. (laughs) But... Yeah, housework sucks like that. That kind of housework, especially. It sucks so bad. (laughs) I hate it. And now this next week I, I go to start looking at apartments and stuff to get ready to move. Cause my realtor seems to be pretty confident that uh, my house will sell within like a week or so. That's at least what he's thinking just oh, based wow. on how many are actually selling in the area and the price point that it's going to be at. So he's, he's hopeful that it'll sell maybe even within the first weekend. So we'll see. I'm definitely more of a, pessimist i'm definitely not very optimistic yeah, week sounds I, crazy fast <laughs> yeah i i always i always expect the worst but hope for the best so i'm just not disappointed so a week till someone wants it that might not be how long until it closes <laughs> right well no because the closing will be 30 to 45 days so i'm looking at probably earliest mid-october before it's all said and done. So, which is fine cuz I wanted to be out of here by November. So, if it happens by mid-October, I'm still sitting pretty good. But that's been kind of my week and uh yeah, not a whole lot else going on for me, that's for sure. But I'll pay uh, $5 for your house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you better add uh, about five zeros after that. <laughs> but this no. Negotiate- over lost out. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn i lost out on five bucks oh well could have went toward buying for yourself you know <laughs> uh but i've been looking forward to tonight uh i, I definitely love sergeant kubuki man are you guys ready to kind of get into that hell yeah, Heck yeah. all right well <laughs> jeez <laughs> well tonight we are reviewing Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. His name is Sergeant Harry Griswold. He's an undercover cop who takes his job seriously. I need to commandeer this vehicle. A regrettable twist of fate has chosen you as a recipient of amazing supermortal powers. He becomes Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. Only a beautiful, tender woman, Lotus, can carefully teach Harry the subtle nuances of the Kabuki way. 
she trains him in the proper use of Kabuki Man's amazing arsenal of high-tech super weapons. He is a one-man army of awesome oriental artifacts. He is America's first accidental oriental crime-fighting hero. His name is Harry Griswold, but you can call him Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD. So Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD was released on March 2nd, 1991 in Japan. Once again, uh, just like Toxic Avenger, this was directed by Michael Herz and Lloyd Kaufman. It had actually a quite a significant budget in comparison to, obviously, Toxic Avenger. It had a budget of $1.5 million. Just a little bit of trivia regarding the movie. The footage of the car crashing and flipping over became a trauma trademark and Kind of an in-joke, which we've talked about before. It was used again in at least a few other movies, notably Tromeo and Juliet and Terror Firmer are just a couple to note. Uh, No one was actually interested in showing the film in the U.S. until around 1996 when Tromeo and Juliet actually came out. This actually led to confusion on which movie the car crash was borrowed from, which obviously it was filmed for Sergeant Kabuki Man and used again in Tromeo and Juliet. And then this film was actually spun off from a character in Toxic Avenger Part 2 that was called Kabuki Boy. Lloyd Kaufman Kaufman, uh, jokingly mentioned he was making a movie about the character and Japanese investors actually became interested because of that. And that's kind of how this whole thing got kind of started. So that's that's a really kind of interesting thing. And, you know, having that... uh, Japanese investors investing in this project and everything kind of got it going. And that's when obviously it was released in Japan first and then obviously didn't have a whole lot of following in, in the U S until after Tromeo and Juliet. So interesting stuff, but uh, I love this movie. This is actually definitely one of the more tame trauma movies. I mean, when you compare it to stuff like <laughs> uh, toxic Avenger, Terra firmer, but yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite uh, trauma movies for sure. Um, it's definitely my top five. Even though it's tame, I mean, it definitely has its moments. It's so, like, wacky and weird and goofy. I mean, the character by itself is just stupidly weird. But it's so funny, and it's 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 so over the top that it makes it so good. And <laughs> when it comes down to the fight scenes, watching them fight the, the criminals in the park is hilarious. I mean, him turning into the fucking clown in the church is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> running that's away. what I was gonna say. I think because it's tame, that's what helps this movie. Is Troma actually showed off some of their real talents instead of just going for the, you know, the shock and all and crazy. So. Yeah, that is for sure. It's it's so good and uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't even know where where it started. It's just so over the top and weird. I don't know. I, I just love this movie. I mean, you got kind of the usual trauma tropes and, and just with the over top, the topness. And, you know, you have the different versions because me and Ted were talking about this earlier that, you know, originally it was released as a PG-13 movie and a lot of the stuff was cut out. And then obviously we've all seen the uncut version, which has the nudity and the gore and everything else kind of put back in and stuff. And it's... And even even with all that, it, it's still very tame in comparison to some of the other trauma movies. Like I'll tell you where to start is right away with what I think is one of the best 
henchmen slash bad guys in all the trauma movies is Rembrandt, who you see right from the beginning of this movie. Yep. With his beautiful permed hair. <laughs> it made it me considering changing my look. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that was a great henchman. I mean, the villain in this too was great. I, he just was kind of the typical, like, scumbag millionaire douchebag crime boss. And that came across very, very well too. You got Joe Flyshaker as uh, one of the jerk detectives that works at the <laughs> police station with Ari. Yep. <laughs> Making fun of him. Always Constantly just... shoving donuts in his yep. face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Joe. That was that was the oh. best part of the climax where everything was going on and he just keeps shoving donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part too when like he's actually officially having to hand his badge in. And you can see that people they're like doing some kind of weird dance behind the window. And there's there's Joel sitting at the door with his ear to the door trying to hear and make sure he knows that he could. When when the chief is yelling at Harry, you can see wanted posters of Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hurst. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) that's great as as well. Uh, I like it when they throw little stuff like that in in movies like this. And yeah, that was a nice little find because like. I was saying earlier before we started recording that I, I never even noticed that until actually this time that I watched it last night. That was the first time I noticed the wanted poster with their um, pictures on it and everything, which I thought was great. Also, I love, I love Lotus as, as the love interest. I thought she was like, she's probably my favorite love interest in any trauma movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's she had a lot. Definitely to do one of the more attractive ones. Mm-hmm. That was that was probably hands down my favorite sex scene in a horror movie ever. Where <laughs> he just pops out, Kabuki Ma Sanjo. <laughs> she's such a well-rounded character. It's great. Yeah, it's a great character. Kind of that you know, no kind nonsense, of, like you know. Chick. I love Toxic Avenger Four. It's a great movie, but I was always a little disappointed at how they did Kabuki Man that, where he's like a loser. Yeah, me too. I was just like, come on, man, because in Kabuki Man, he's like, you know, he he steps up. He's he's great. Mm-hmm. But then they just made him like some alcoholic loser. <laughs> yeah, he's supposed well, to have more of a role in Toxic Five, so maybe he'll have some redemption, man. That's what I'm. Don't hold your breath on Toxic Five, man. I know if we ever even get Toxic Five. I know originally it was planned. It was supposed to be called what the Toxic Twins or something like that. Yeah, something something like that. that. You know, it's been 20 years, and I'm not holding my breath, especially as as long as it took to get (laughs) Nukem High Volume Two out. And now they got. I lost all hope with that with the Nukem High thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, me too. I was just I was you know while we talked about it, I was getting frustrated. I was like, it's been like five years. <laughs> There's still nothing. And then finally, all of a sudden, the pre-orders started popping up. And I was like, finally. It's about time, Lloyd. <clears throat> and then you got that new Shakespeare movie, which doesn't look good at all, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anything for that yet. I mean, I've, I've heard bits and pieces about it. I, I think out, man, they have a trailer. Look- yeah. 
But I'm just just like, oh gosh, it doesn't even look like a Lloyd Kaufman movie. It looks like an imitation of a Lloyd Kaufman movie. (laughs) That's that's the best way I can okay describe it. Back to um Sergeant Kabuki, man. How about the scene when Griswold first goes to meet the the crime boss and um. They suggest the blow job, even though it's not right. Yeah, it's just cleaning his shoes. <laughs> it was funny to me because my wife walked in at that moment and she was like, "What the hell are you watching? <laughs> it's not what you think." So there. <laughs> I need to lock the door so the kids don't interrupt. <laughs> Something. <laughs> oh man. Oh, what else? And I love the line, too, is a true New York superhero, because I really, I kind of believe that. Yeah. yeah. He would fit in well to the whole scene with his clumsy yet eccentric self. So, Agreed. <laughs> Much better than Superman. <laughs> Superman's well, too yeah. clean for New York. With that, they were they were at the that one scene where they were, like, loading up the truck of stolen, uh, maybe it was, like, stolen shit or something. I don't remember. And they were talking about they got the next shipment to Tromaville, and that's just something that I love because that kind of like tied it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they're in New York. That's real. That's here in America, and Tromaville is like some fictional place. Tromaville's yep. in New Jersey. <laughs> so they're I yeah, I, ne- I never noticed that. So yeah. this this was a first for me, Kabuki Man, and it it was just. Wow. <laughs> it was just great. People being uh, gagged with sushi rolls. and He he, he rolled them up into the, the seaweed wrap and yep. chopped them into pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, too. One of the, one of the henchmen um, during the rape scene is the guy who... Uh, what's his name? Brock Bits Bixie or I can't pronounce the guy with the messed up teeth. My favorite guy from yeah, because he's in he's the star of Class of Newcomb High parts two and three. (laughs) That's him. Yeah, it's such a different character though. Like he's just this mean, gritty looking, ugly guy, Mm -hmm. where he's just a big stinky dope in the Newcomb. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's like you have a mouth down there. I love Class of Nukem High Part 2. It's still my favorite of that franchise. I agree. I think that would be my favorite of them. (laughs) They did so much so well in this movie. I mean, even like the car chase scenes and stuff, you know, leading up to the car flip, that was great. Uh, And then um, kind of back to the fight scene in the park and whatnot. And you got those fucking sandals flying through the air and coming (laughs) to them and stuff. Oh my god, I, I just love that fight scene because it's just so cheesy and it's just so it's just so out there and then adding the comedy hey, into there when he like flies into the fandom. pole. That too, yep. <laughs> yep. And then threw the chopsticks at him and pegged him to the tree. <laughs> yeah, that was great, dude. I love that freaking kill for whatever reason. You think it's going to be something corn and then he just gets all Stabbed to shit by the chops. Yep. <laughs> Which was still corny, but it was made it better for me. I don't know. Right. Oh. That's just so good. I I I 
like going back to what you were saying, Sean, I, I, I just think that with how much tamer it was, I think it worked to its benefit as well with this movie. Because it didn't need to be over-the-top gory and, like, ripping limbs off, like, in Toxic Avenger or anything like that. It was, it was like, the perfect fun movie where it didn't need to take itself seriously and and it, it could still be over the top and not just, like, in your face, like, crude, like most trauma yeah. can be, which isn't bad. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not knocking trauma no. for its crudeness, but it, it's kind of a refreshing take with regards to being a trauma movie, but not being super crude and just being fun, basically. Yeah. It's the casual fan something more accessible for their first taste of trauma. Yeah. I call it I call it the mainstream trauma movie. That's basically yeah. yeah, I agree. I wish they'd have been able to do the cartoon series they were talking about. Oh, I know. oh my God, that would have been great. That opening that they made for that cartoon was so awesome. Yeah, man. That would have been a perfect been than Toxic than Crusaders. Yeah, that, that, that could have been, been a crossover even. Mm-hmm. That would have been a perfect nineties cartoon. You know, I, I honestly I never heard about the the possible Kabuki Man cartoon at all. I never even heard about that. It was gonna be him and some other like Kabuki characters fighting yeah. crime in New York. Okay. It's basically it's basically that Kabuki Man's version of Toxic Crusaders from the eighties. Yeah. Got it. Okay. When Toxic Avenger had mutants on his side fighting pollutions and all that stuff yeah it was kabuki man with similar <laughs> like on the blu-ray or is it on the blu-ray or is it on the dvd i can't remember it they they, they actually had an opening credit sequence it was and, the dvd yeah yeah on the okay. dvd and it it looked great i was like man i wish that would have gotten made but that's as far as it got got it okay yeah, I I don't even remember the last time I owned that Sergeant Kabuki Man, so I, it, it would have been a long time ago if I would have seen anything like that for like special features or anything. So, um, I, that's one I still got to pick up on on Blu-ray. That's for sure. Got to buy Trauma on disc, man. I do. I I, I really do. Avoid Hoffman's introductions, man. <laughs> Which is well worth it. <laughs> I love on the DVD set for Toxic Crusaders. He's he's tame Lloyd Kaufman calling himself Uncle Lloydy, so that's what I call him from now on. <laughs> Uncle Lloydy to me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, of course. He's still, he's, I mean, that was great on the Toxic Crusaders DVD because he's like, he's like, Uncle Lloydy could have been rich through syndication deals, but the evil conglomerates decided to cancel toxic crusaders <laughs> it's like telling story time <laughs> that was great that's hilarious so uncle Lloyd lost the money and it couldn't make money and so he had to sell himself or something like that on the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah lloyd being lloyd <laughs> there'll never be another like him that's for sure no <laughs> Uh, I love watching him right now. He puts stuff up on YouTube and he's wearing a mask, but he's got a hole cut out in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of that and I thought it was great. <laughs> he's like, what, like playing the flute or saxophone or something? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it was like a, a, a recorder or something. I, I, I don't know. It was yeah. one of those wind instruments. <laughs> that was good stuff. Since they're based in New York and they're all shut down right now for, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. 
That's why be careful when you buy from Troma right now because you don't know when you're going to get your <laughs> order in. Yeah, even though they don't have that warning up anymore. I'm still Oh, that's leery. right. They don't have that warning. I forgot. Yeah. I'm still leery because I, I still want to order the Toxic Avenger set, but I'm just like, I yeah. don't want to risk it and not get it for I months. I can't believe that they don't have that on Amazon because that's where I bought my yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's how I got mine. Yeah, yeah, it was like what thirty bucks, twenty five bucks, something like. It was cheap. yeah, it wasn't a very expensive. No, nah. now, now it's forty so bucks. How about, <laughs> so how about the epic conclusion of Kabuki Man when the Lotus or whatever? Well, I don't even know when the monkey on the jaguar and the dragon <laughs> the monkey never rode the jaguar <laughs> yeah you know dude i felt like a real retard i was like why is she fucking screaming i don't then all of a sudden i was oh it's a fucking jaguar you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, um, why is she mad at the monkey <laughs> i was ready for more action at the climax yeah i was too i was a little disappointed i thought there would be more kooky fighting but it, it it seemed like they built up to it for a while because that whole transformation phase of the evil one took it took a little yeah. while. Yeah, and then it looked cool too. He, yeah, it would look cool shit. And then he showed up and it was over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the one downer part <laughs> for for this movie with me. That, is, that's is my main complaint about the about the whole movie. That and I personal preference i think the the beginning of the movie like the first third of the movie you could shave off a few minutes here and there mm-hmm. it it did seem like some of that drug out a little bit kind of in the yeah. beginning so i i definitely see what you're saying there yeah but i wouldn't hold that against the movie because no. it was still enjoyable definitely May, maybe like a pacing i don't know it's hard to put my finger on it but mm. Like I said, my only complaint is the ending. Yeah, it's just I was just so pumped for more. I was uh, I I don't know. Maybe this evil one's going to have some over the top hilarious attacks. That's just even better than Kabuki Man. Yeah, Who knows? But on the evil side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, see Kabuki Man pull out a special technique. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe like imprison him with the freaking finger lock thing (laughs) (laughs) turn him into turn him into a fortune cookie and rip him in half i don't know i never thought of that that's great (laughs) kabuki man (laughs) (laughs) all right well overall um what would you guys rate this movie You go first, Sean. Everybody always pauses. I do it on purpose. I don't mind going first. I just pause on purpose. I just don't want to talk over somebody. Yeah. Sean, you were tardy tonight. You have to go first. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. I'm going to get it a four out of five. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite traumas. It's hilarious. It's one of three that I can just, of traumas that I can sit and watch all the time. So mm-hmm. four out of five. Definitely okay. a great movie. I say everybody should check it out. Even if trauma intimidates you, this is the movie that is yes. for you to watch. Definitely. To help ease you into to Lloyd Kaufman's madness. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm uh I'm gonna give it a four as well because I liked Toxic Avenger just a little bit more. Not like a whole lot more, because I love them both. Mm-hmm. And uh 
I think if if the ending was exciting as I wanted it to be, I'd probably give it a five. Okay. And, and I agree, it is a lot more tame than any other trauma I've seen. You know, even with the the nudity and the sex scenes, and nowadays that's that's still PG thirteen. Nowadays, almost. Heck, Friday Thirteenth <laughs> remake is like softcore porn compared. Yep, to- <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> true. Nipple placements. I was going to say the same. <laughs> Your tits are stupendous. <laughs> so yeah, four four out of five for me. Okay. It, it's for me it's right up there with toxic avenger it's one of my favorites it's actually in my top five of wood kaufman movies that i put on there so i give it five chopsticks out of five chopsticks all right because i, I love it <laughs> i love it so much i want to marry it no i'm just kidding I just, <laughs> uh, we know you're you don't want to marry anything to Nah, I'm a bachelor for life, baby. There you go. It's not a bad thing to be. Letting you know right now. Start calling him Mr. Belvedere. The, the, women, the women want it when I flaunt it, but I don't give it to them. Hey, even Belvedere have fun once in a while. Doesn't mean you got to put a ring on it. <laughs> Belvedere. Oh, man. All right. Well, for, for me, this one... Like I was saying, it's it's one of my favorite trauma movies. It it definitely is a good entry level trauma movie to get you kind of get your feet wet when it comes to trauma because of it being a little bit tamer and you can kind of see how wacky trauma movies can be. So it's definitely a good place to start. For me, rating uh, would be four and a half out of five. Kind of like Mark, the only thing that kind of brings it down is just kind of that ending being kind of dull, for lack of a better word. But other than that, it's it's spot on. It, it would be a five out of five if it wasn't for the ending for me. But definitely four and a half out of five. Definitely one of my tr- top trauma movies, just like you guys. So that's kind of what I have for that. Um, but we do want to hear what you guys have to say about it. Do you guys like Sergeant Kabuki Man? Do you guys like trauma even? You can always let us know through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. We do appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And, Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us as we leave? Um, um, I got some final words, damn it. You know who right, I think ahead. I am, Ted? I'll come when I damn well please, because I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you're still tardy. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Uh, I just be... wanted to comment on last week. So. How about if you if you see your friend eating uh, raw mackerel, watch out. He might have some uh, wacky powers coming at you. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'll say chopstick foo, 14 breasts. Joe Bob says check it out. <laughs> Was there 14? That sounds no, that, a little high. That, that does seem a little high. I'm just, I'm just throwing a number out there, guys. <laughs> There's not 14 breasts in the movie. Don't Top listen to that. I, I, I want to say there was only two nudity scenes, right? There's uh, car food. I think there's three. Three? Yep, the beginning, car the girl food. getting attacked in the right, park. Right, right. I the forgot about scene. the beginning. Yep. So three. One, one scene of aardvarking. Yep. <laughs> Donut food. <laughs> clown clown food. <laughs> Sandal food. Sandal food. <laughs> 
It's okay. It's okay, Ted. You don't got to be Joe Bob. (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.